Hi, thanks for tuning in to State of the Art, the podcast where artists can connect, debate, chat, and perform during these very difficult times. I'm Lee, your hostess of Ceremonies, and this is episode eight. My guest this week is independent ballroom dance instructor Christopher J. Page from Staten Island, New York. He teaches club-style Latin, classic ballroom, kazamba, hustle, Argentine tango, you name it. He's also Zumba certified. He hosts events and teaches classes as well as private lessons in the Staten Island, New Jersey area. Welcome to my show, Chris. Hey, thank you for having me. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Uh, so you were telling me that you've adapted to the circumstances by having outdoor classes, which is such yeah. a good idea. Uh, and well, everyone wear masks. So you'd like to talk more about that? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I think when uh, when COVID first hit and everyone was talking about what's happening and what's going on, probably my second thought besides, you know, I work in a school, so was first thinking about how work was going to continue. And then the next thing I thought about was how is dancing going to work? You know, dancing ballroom, teaching ballroom, it's, I mean, just for as long as I've been teaching, there's always an element of connection or contact. I think we all went through a little bit of a pause. So that pause gave me time to really think, well, how could this even happen? And really kind of grew organically out of the students. When it started to get a little bit warmer, let's say about May or so, one of the students that is uh, pretty active, he reached out to me and said, hey, there's a gazebo, not super far from everybody. It's kind of in the middle of the island. And he was like, you know, maybe we could go there. It's, you know, big enough for people to still be socially distant. I was a little hesitant at first, but then we just did it. And the amazing thing was how many people were coming out. You know, summer so far, we've done this and we've been going from the spring, um, even up to last week, we had classes. So despite the weather, regardless of the weather, as long as it's dry, uh, we've been able to get together. But that it really, it really took a little bit of a rethinking. You call it your polar bear ballroom club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How have you found... Um, encouraging students as uh, far as um, you know, keeping their skills fresh and staying positive and encouraging them to practice at home during this time. Yeah. Well, you know, it's definitely been a challenge for all of us. My first challenge was um, kind of helped along by one of my Zumba trainings because we had, I'm not sure if you were aware of this or not, but before the pandemic, you couldn't do Zumba classes online they all had to be in person so then they started making a provision for people to be able to do it online which is great because it opened you up to many different clients from all around the world um you could do live or um pre-recorded but we were doing a training about how to teach online and when i did that i started to realize like oh wow okay so i have to be really clear about what i'm doing because, you know, if you're learning something from someone and they're on a screen, you have to, unless it's delineated to you, you kind of, as a dancer, have to think, is that their left or their right? Where are they going? And then just kind of reimagining, like, how do I teach to someone that I can't, like, I can't use my hands to redirect? Right. But um, with, I mean, I think it's probably one of the most helpful things that I've ever learned. I've learned to use 
every single bit of cueing and signaling to to help them. As far as encouraging them, it's really just been about making it fun, making it exciting, um, varying the lessons, and also being aware of new considerations. You know, like I mean, if you're in a we're in a gazebo, which is fortunately um, Dave actually just our, our online interaction. So we'll have class, then we post what happened. So we'll post a little bit of the video. And then, you know, sometimes people have questions or we'll have different games and stuff that are related to dancing. Um, one that we did was even, this was actually inspired by one of the people in the group, but uh, one of the guys, his name was Ron, he just started doing this thing. Like he would take different pictures from different classes that we had, almost kind of like, like Where's Waldo, but it's like name that dancer. So it, that's a great idea. Yeah, so it was fun, you know, and it's just like, it was just for some imaginary prizes. Like, he's like, oh, you get a cookie and you get a cookie. Um, it gives people something to hold on to because a lot of a lot of people, especially older people, besides this, they don't really have any other interaction socially right now that are that are at least somewhat face to face. So it's actually kind of been a lifeline, I think, for all of us because it's we have like a probably like seventy people on a group text in WhatsApp, and so there's like daily interaction. I kind of have to say I really don't know how sane it would have been if I didn't have this connection because it's, it's beautiful. You know, it's like they, these people appreciate the art that I've been doing since I was a child. So it's, it's amazing. You know, that that's such a blessing. Like during this time, I think you can really embrace and appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Cause you know, you work about folks that are older and then for me, especially for people that, especially because most of the people in the group are particularly active usually. It really started to wear on me kind of like, I hope they're okay because at least I have, you know, lesser chance in general. Looking at just demographics, I probably have less of a chance of contracting anything than they do because a lot of them are like, you know, maybe, yeah, Mm -hmm. just from age, you know, even though most of them do really take care of themselves. It was encouraging to see them keep going and just keeping giving as many classes as I could. I figured that was one of the best ways to keep them encouraged. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, you've always had such a knack for staying on top of what's popular um, in the vast, vast dance world. <laughs> I remember when Kuzamba uh, was picking up traction, you were on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Have any predictions of when the pandemic is over, what the hot new dance is going to be? I think that people are getting uh, like kind of back into line dances. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> group, uh, I was mentioning the guy, the one of the guys, Ron, he uh, runs like a practice group at, at a location usually. You know, he's been kind of part of the inspiration behind it. He and his dance partner, they were watching some show, I believe it was The Undoing maybe? And there's a line dance situation or flash mob situation that happens. I, I didn't see it actually. So, but what he did was they liked it so much. He was like, you know, maybe this is something kind of like simple that people can learn and, it, you know, because be something that the group can do. So, and it's, it's a cute little, you know, maybe like, I guess like 32, 64 step dance, uh, like line dance. And it, it kind of in keeping with that, like I started, also doing, well, I had been, I had a line dance class before. I think you, you've seen it. 
you yeah. saw before. Yeah. And it encouraged me to really think, you know, it's kind of an easy way for people to learn. So I've not only been just doing like line dance in specific dances to kind of help teach people, but it's also a great way for, let's say somebody's new and they just, you know, like we've already had like people that have been at the park and seen us dance and then they'll come back to join the group. So it's a great way for like people that have no dance experience to just jump in like, okay, I've learned a few because I also did it sometimes with a fitness element too, just, okay, we're going to do 45 minutes of just dancing, just solo steps to work on your technique. So it's taught me a lot. I definitely think though, I mean, I definitely think that the line dances basics in the line dance, cause you just put a, you know, put a few basic steps together and mix around the directions and such. So I found it's kind of an easy way to bring people in and, um, are going to be the way to go. Most of everything I've done has been outside, but um, there is one studio that I've used and, you know, I'll just like maybe like have six people. So you saw that studio in a different part of Staten Island and there's room enough for everybody to have six feet apart and still be able to see, and there's a mirror. Right. So, you know, I definitely think that it's going to be like, people are going to want to be better as couples. Yeah. And then there's going to be a lot more opportunities for single people solo dancers to dance together i mean to dance you know in a group but not in in contact which i believe will make people stronger dancers yeah it'll force <laughs> people to couple up and yeah probably a lot probably a few romances will blossom yeah. out of this too oh yeah um it's interesting because i've seen the couples that have been coming to me i've seen them improving and the great thing about it is that so when i do I'll teach a step, I teach the guy's side, I teach the lady's side. And then what I'll do is I separate, okay, here's the already designated couples and then here's the people that are by themselves. So what I've noticed sometimes is that couples can get a little frustrated with each other. Uh, right. <laughs> when, they're changing, when they're changing partners, even though changing partners is a good thing, but for some of the folks that I've seen, <clears throat> it's actually kind of made them force them to be like, okay, I have to learn this step because you're the only person I could dance this with. Right. So it stunts their growth a bit. Yeah. It it's making them be better partners, I feel. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so if they're constantly dancing with the same partner, they're actually growing as a couple, which makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know, I think in when you have and I mean, you know, from teaching ballroom that many times where there'll be more, more ladies than guys, probably maybe three times in my life, there's been more guys and ladies <laughs> almost never happens, but I've been <clears throat> fortunate enough to have that mistake happen. But couples sometimes will, unfortunately, until they get to higher levels, I found will sometimes compare someone else in the class to their partner and like, oh, well, Jim did it that way. Like, why can't you do it that way? Right. And now having been forced to like, okay, the entire lesson, we're going to be together. Now they don't have any distractions of looking or dancing with anyone else. And even though as a dancer, I would suggest to learn with different people. But I mean, if you're going to principally be dancing with your, your partner who may be your life partner, then you can dance it anywhere. You know, you can go back home and Go in the park, go in the backyard, in the in one of your rooms, in the yeah. <laughs> you know, in the dining room. <laughs> <laughs> you have constant access to your practice. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. Um, if you could wave a magic wand and reopen any dance club that has been closed, which one would it be? Mm, good question. I would probably be twofold. Like for ballroom, I would love for the Crystal Room there in Brooklyn to be reopened. Um, just great space and people that love the dance. Oh, that's a um, great place. Yeah. yeah, super great place. I would probably say also um, there's a place called Club 412. Um, I haven't been there in a while, but that place is great. Swing 46, which is such a fun time. Such a fun time. Here in Staten Island, there's a, usually once a month, there's a dance social at the Hyatt. Yeah, it's so it's so great, and it makes me think of dancing like in college because it's you know in college you have like maybe clubs in your university or something where dance clubs or dance teams, and you know I competed in college, but it kind of reminds me of that environment just grown up because you have different studios that come. So it's kind of fun to see, like, at the at this uh, this place of the Hilton. It's fun to see the different styles of the different studios. So you know, a song will come on, and everybody from X Y Z studio will come on the floor, and you're like, oh, that's cute. You know, they have like this step or that step, or sometimes maybe they might do like rueda or casino, and switch off. Then you have see other styles. Um, so that that place I I probably miss the most because they also have live music a lot of times, which is amazing. Yeah, that's you can't beat live music. <laughs> you know, it's 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 just another world. <laughs> you know what? I miss the Lafayette Grill too. So. I haven't been there in so long. I haven't been there in so long yet. Yeah, I add that to the list because that's special. Yeah, just a, such a fun time. You feel like so. you're in Argentina when you're in the yeah. Lafayette Grill. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just you know. It's so funny when you think of all of these things and you're what you've been used to. And then you realize that you had all of these options. So like for me, I'm like, when, when we're able to, I am going to be out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, at, at this point, I'm just like, I mean, I'm, I'll wear a hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> if you let me dance, I'll wear a hazmat suit. No problem. <laughs> Well, some are predicting that when this is all over, there's going to be a renaissance for dance and music. Yeah. And museums and theater. Yeah. Theater. I, I think that's, I think that could be very true because you are seeing a fusion of so many different cultures and styles. And I think just even what's with what's happening in the world and like in our country where we're, where we're at, people that appreciate other cultures are starting to realize that I really don't have an excuse not to try out things. I really don't have an excuse to not explore. And also with people being at home, right. it's easy to say, you know what? I have never, uh, never danced a polka. I can just go on YouTube and see some basic steps. You know, I've never done, you know, let's say like I've never done step dancing. Whatever it might be, there's an opportunity for you to do it and not be afraid, 
not have the new student jitters like, oh, everyone's going to look at me and I'm not going to be the best. You can just be at home with your camera off, you know? Right. <laughs> Let go of all your inhibitions and go for it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, that's one of the good things about being at home. I mean, some people are making sour, sourdough bread. You know, other people are learning how to cobble or, you know, <laughs> yeah. how to do ceramics uh, or knitting or whatever yeah. about whittling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think that there will be, um, there's going to be more opportunities for people to express themselves. And I don't think they're going to let that go. Right. It's so, it's so true. Uh, I think of anything, creativity is blossoming more than ever, more than before. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think that being, being in a space where we are forced to really be creative and figure out how to entertain ourselves. Right. I, I know for me, I have dipped back into a lot of my creative uh, outlets and you know it's led to it's led to some very interesting and very interesting things i mean i i have a 12-man writing project that's going to be published in the next few months oh that's exciting i didn't know and that great. thank you it actually just came out of you know i've had a little bit more time to to check in on people that i care about in social media and just had a conversation with a friend of mine who happened to have a podcast that conversation led to him having a conversation, something we said kind of uh, was part of a conversation he had with someone else about doing a book. The next thing you know, they called me up and said, hey, we'd love you to be part of this project. So it's, uh, it's 12 guys and we are discussing our different takes on masculinity. It's, it's definitely, that's coming out. Uh, the reason I mentioned that is that I had enough time to write to be part of this project. That's great. And I don't think that I, I don't, I definitely think I would have would have liked to have taken the opportunity, but I don't think I would have finished my part as quickly or as, as thoroughly had we not been, you know, in this situation. And even for dance, it's, uh, it's still in its formative stages as far as like R&D, but I have a technological answer to the problems that dancers are having right now that I'm creating and pushing. Hopefully in the next year, you'll be able to see uh, an app that's coming from me and uh, the team that I'm working with to kind of bridge some gaps of distance, like lack of ability to social socially connect or physically connect for dancers. So no, it's a little bit vague. I have some more, it's, it's definitely coming down the pipe, but this, that the situation of being in COVID encourage me to let me figure out what to pro like how to solve the problems I'm having as an instructor and the problems that people who want to learn to dance or who want to dance with people are having as well. That's so that kind of helped me out. It's not, yeah, you're very inspirational for all artists. Thanks. I mean, I try, I try to be, you know, I think that I am always, I've always probably my entire life. I've always found a solution for creativity. I found a way to do it yep. and creative for your creativity. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's, the, I find that's the interesting thing because I mean, I think, and you probably know this as well, that there are some people who are 
talented in their field, but they don't, they may not necessarily have all the talents to make, to make that, make their original talent grow. So basically what I'm saying, you know, that there's dance instructors that are not necessarily great business people because they don't have an experience in business or, you know, they're not the best diplomat, whatever, whatever it might be. But it, fortunately I've been in situations where I learned about business and learned about technology and while being a dance instructor. So I've been able to see that you have to, you have to be creative. I knew when I got to a point when I was like, I can't even think because I'm so bored. I was like, well, other people must be feeling this too. So if I figure out some things, maybe it can actually help other people. That's great. some joy to them, you know? Um, if, if somebody wants to reach you for dance classes or for the projects that you're working on, they're interested, uh, how can they do it? You have Instagram page or like- you're Yeah. Um, the easiest way is you can, you can reach me at chris at christopherjpage.nyc. Okay, that's great. And do you have any advice out there for um, uh, artists that may be feeling a little discouraged because of everything that's going on? I feel like the best thing to say to any other artist that's facing any discouragement is that is where your bucket of discouragement right now is where you can draw your inspiration. I've, I'm doing a, I'm involved in a, a self-love uh, weekend where there'll be a lot of, lots of virtual speakers. And in that, I'm speaking about something that I've learned through all of this. And I've been kind of using it before, but the idea of when you have a problem, a discouragement, a disappointment, you have to really figure out where the, where your pain is coming from. So if you look for it, then you face it then you forgive it, then you fortify yourself and then you just let it go. That's where you find that inspiration. So like whatever could be discouraging, you have to look at, I feel, and this is what has brought me joy in this time. Find out why are you discouraged? Like just name it. Like I'm inside all the time. My income has changed. I'm worried about friends, whatever it might be. When you name it, it now has a face. Remarkable. That makes perfect sense. Thank you. <laughs> because then you know what you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, if you think this is probably like a weird analogy, but if you ever watch, let's say like Law & Order or any of those shows, CSI, it always feels better. It seems like those characters always feel better when they figure out who the bad guy is. So before they start running around and chasing people, when they don't know who it is, then it could be 7 billion people. And just that lack of the ability to identify what's wrong takes so much out of them. But if they say, okay, no, that, that's the guy, you know, Joe Blow is the guy that stole the apple cart. <laughs> now, now you can focus your energy. It's the same thing as artists. And because we feel so much, sometimes, it, that can take over. So when you realize, okay, what is it that's bothering me? Am I bored? Am I angry? Am I upset? And you can be allowed to have all of those feelings. And then the point is like, okay, now that I figured out this, this enemy in my head, how do I chase it down? And I think when, when you take, allow yourself, allow yourself 
to learn how to be emotionally intelligent for your own self. And I think we as artists were always, yeah, I think, I think we as artists were always trying to make someone else feel better, make someone else touch their positive emotions. And then when we're, we, but a lot of times we don't really necessarily know how to do that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's so true. <laughs> oh, wow, words of wisdom. Well, times uh, just about up. I want to thank you so much. This was so wonderful having you. Thank you. It's an honor. I'm so happy that you asked me. It's an honor to have you on. <laughs> and um, I want to thank everyone who's listening and for tuning in and joining us. And uh, stay positive and stay safe.